This is the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Dallas Morning News. Hi, I'm food editor Aaron Bookie, and I host our food podcast at the Dallas Morning News called Eat Drink DFW. Each week, we're dropping a segment of the show right here in this feed. If you want to hear the full show and make sure you never miss an episode, then just search for Eat Drink DFW wherever you get your podcasts. You'll also find links for it at dallasnews.com slash listen. Happy eating. Welcome back, everyone. Be sure to go to dallasnews.com slash food after this for information on our show and additional food and drink stories. We'd love for you to share your thoughts with us as well at eatdrink at dallasnews.com. And a quick request for returning Eat Drink DFW listeners. If you keep coming back for new episodes and enjoy what you're hearing, please leave a very nice review on Apple Podcasts. We'd sure appreciate it. We're kicking off the show today with food writers Sarah Blaskovich, Claire Baller, and Imelda Garcia to share the latest restaurant news. So Sarah, one of the biggest things in recent weeks was the reopening of Barsati's. So Barsati's is known to many as Carbone's. This is an 11-year-old Italian restaurant on Oaklawn Avenue in Highland Park. It was a family place, a place for Sunday gravy and for spaghetti and meatballs and bolognese lasagna. And as many of our listeners probably know, the owner of Carbone's sued the company behind Carbone because understandably those are two company names that are very confusing. And they both happen to be right off of Oaklawn Avenue in two different neighborhoods of Dallas. Right. So uh, that lawsuit is over. It's settled. And essentially, the smaller restaurant Carbones, the one that's been there for 11 years, made a settlement agreement behind closed doors. We don't know all the details, but they agreed to close and rebrand. So what we're seeing now is the new Barsatis, the old Carbones, has the soul of the old place, but a new dining room, a larger menu, and a new name. Cool. And so it's the same size. The restaurant is, they just sort of redecorated and... It is the same size. And it's one of those wow moments. If you ever like redesign your living room and get a different size couch or like two freestanding chairs instead of the love seat, it is wild if you go into the new Barsati's how it's exactly the same size, but feels like a totally new space. It feels, I would say, twice as big. And one of the great things they've added are, gosh, six or eight, six top booths. So if you have kids or if you're comfortable sitting close to your friends, a six person booth. So three on each side. They have tons of them now with the idea that you're going to come, you're going to share all this pasta. You're going to order some wine. Now they have a full bar so you can get cocktails too. And you can do that in larger groups than you used to. That's cool. And so what have they added new to the menu? And what were some of those old favorites that people would riot if they didn't keep? When I went to visit the restaurant, Julian Barsati, you know, the namesake of this mm-hmm. new restaurant name, he wrote all over the paper menu. And it's it's really kind of sweet to see in one page what's old and what's new. So some of the dishes that I mentioned, the Sunday gravy, the lasagna bolognese, several of the salads and some of the soups, 
still there and people love to come for those. They also had daily specials and almost all of those daily specials are now permanently on the menu. So if you were a Thursday porchetta sandwich at lunch person, you can now find that porchetta sandwich at lunch every day. So they just were able to make some some little shifts like that. There's also a permanent addition of linguine with white clam sauce, which is Julian Barsati's favorite. And the general manager, Jonathan Netzel, had a lot to do with this new menu introduction. People who went to Carbone's a lot knew Jonathan. He's still there. Many of the cooks are still there. They're making ricotta and mozzarella in the kitchen. They are making all their own pasta. For me, this is kind of a happy ending to what was a red sauce saga of 2022. Yeah, that was a very intense saga. Yeah, and it's hard for anybody watching that lawsuit. It was difficult, first of all, to watch any sort of food fight happen, but then also watch an established, fairly long-time restaurant essentially have to be the one that makes the changes. Mm -hmm. So what you hope comes out of it is a better place that still has some of the things you love about it, and I think Barsati's has achieved that. Good for them, and I hope everyone checks out the new Barsati's. So Imelda, you also had an interesting story in recent weeks. (laughs) Sorry. She's getting ready. I'm cheating myself. She was like pumping herself up. (laughs) Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, this was this was so interesting. And thank you for jumping on this story. But there was an artist, a muralist, who tweeted about a week ago that the city of Arlington wanted them to remove their mural of the famous Texas Rangers fight. The city government asked Jose Ruiz, he's the owner of uh, Gilberto's Taco Shop, to remove this mural painted by the artist Juan Velasquez, in which he painted Ragnar Odor, a former Texas Rangers player, hitting Jose Bautista. So many thought that the city wanted to remove the mural for showing a punch or a fight. But actually what happened is that the city of Arlington only allows murals in downtown and in the entertainment district. And Gilberto's Taco Shop, it's on Park Road Drive. So it's away from those areas. Finally, after Juan Velasquez provoked this reaction from hundreds of people on social and the media went to talk to the owner and the artist, the city decided that the mural could stay. Juan Velasquez said he will start a movement to change the city code to allow murals beyond those areas to have more art and more culture in the community. I love it. I love that you called City of Arlington and they're like, actually, no, it's fine. Just <laughs> just leave the mural. But I also love what the taco shop owner said about the mural is that it's a real piece of the culture and that he wanted to bring attention to baseball again. For him, it's like very important that young people go and see this mural as an inspiration for them to return to baseball, to go to the games. And he called the city of Arlington to say, you know what, you always have been like very supportive to my business. Please support me in this because it's important for me and for my community. It was kind of like another happy ending. We got the Barsati's happy ending and the Arlington taco shop mural happy ending. And now maybe there will be a lot more art in the city of Arlington. Also, that mural was just so well done. So it would have been sad if the city had decided to get rid of it. Have any of you ever thought about how difficult it would be to paint a mural? Yes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) First of all, not a lot of visual artistic talent right over here for me. But then I think (laughs) about like the ladders and the size of a mural. I was in Mexico City recently and there are murals all along the highway and they're so intricate and huge and colorful. It made me smile. I felt like I learned a little bit about this city just by seeing some of the art on its walls. And then I was thinking, man, I couldn't do that at all. (laughs) 
Yeah. It's, it's very impressive. Yeah. His artwork is, I mean, it looked almost photorealistic. Yes. Like it was yeah. so accurate. Can we it's say amazing. the artist's name one yeah, more time? It's Juan Velasquez. He has a lot of murals all over the state. He's a great artist. I mean, yeah, so if you guys want to see the read the story, see the mural, see the video that Imelda took, please go to dallasnews.com slash food. So Claire, you kind of had the most fun story of the week, I think, a st- about a new restaurant coming called Slutty Vegan. <laughs> yeah. I just love bad words. I know. <laughs> and I'm glad we got to print it on dallasnews.com. Yeah, this is an Atlanta-based burger chain that has been around since 2018, I believe. And um, this is their first Texas location that they're opening, and they're bringing it to Deep Ellum. It's opening across the street from Pecan Lodge. Sometime this summer, kind of nebulous on the date. And this is like a place that has proper burgers like they you would not know that they are vegan they have burgers they have philly cheesesteaks chili chicken sandwiches shrimp sandwiches and everything's vegan do they do the bad spelling on all of them is it like chicken without the c in the middle or something it's like yes i I think that's a brand yeah (laughs) so yes unfortunately I get that, <laughs> that you want to like not put an asterisk after everything because these yeah. are burgers asterisk. Right, right. Because burgers are made with meat and I'm okay with the vegan part. I yep. just I just have a trouble with the misspelling. So I'm yeah, thrilled agreed. that Slutty Vegan has has stuck to the good words. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think most of the names of their dishes are just one night stand and yeah. such. Yeah, yeah. They're There's, along those lines. Yep. I think I was blushing looking at the menu. It, it was, yeah, I, I, was, was I didn't even write this story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's an exciting thing for people who don't eat meat or who are are strictly vegan. And the thing that's exciting too is that this restaurant is opening after the city's lost several vegan restaurants recently. One in Deep Ellum, Tiki Loco closed, Spiral Diner in Oak Cliff closed. And these were a vegan staples for people here in the city. So um, this is good news for those people looking for another vegan option. Have we heard yet from the folks who want to complain about how this is vegan junk food? I have not yet. But yeah, it is. Yeah, totally. It is vegan junk food. I, I don't have an issue with that at all. I think that there's, I, I had read that, I think in your story, Claire, that the idea was she wanted a late night spot mm-hmm. to grab food. It wasn't about salads. Right. It wasn't about. Yes, this um, is not a, you're not going to get a grain bowl here. Right. This is for people who do not eat meat or any animal products and want a greasy burger or a loaded Philly cheesesteak. Asterisk. Asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> The photos, I mean, the food looks great. It'll be interesting to see what it's like in person. The cool thing is this started as an Instagram pop-up that um, the CEO, Pinky Cole, started out of her apartment and then became a food truck and then brick and mortar. And now I think this location will be the 11th location nationwide. Most of them are in the Atlanta area. I think there's one in New York. So we'll see how Texas receives it. I think there's an audience here for it. I think so too. A lot. I think a lot of other vegan spots have opened up here. And there was even a big vegan food festival that really only goes to places like New York and Portland. And then it came to Dallas. So I think there is a market here for that. And I think especially in Deep Ellum, late night kind of food. I'd eat there. As a person who eats meat, I'd totally eat a vegan burger after a couple of cocktails. Yeah. And I think places like this, they're kind of for vegan people, but also they don't want to seem vegan. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to appeal to everyone so vegan people can take their friends there. And a good spot for anyone looking to reduce meat consumption too without giving up burgers. Thanks everyone. Stick around as we're joined by Fort Worth legend Bud Kennedy. That's right after this. Eat, Drink, DFW from the Dallas Morning News is made possible by Central Market. Spoken Layer. 
Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.